Cynics on Disney Podcast contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Cynics on Disney Podcast, presented by Nightclub33.com. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Oh my God, Happy New Year! Welcome in to this week's episode of the Cynics on Disney podcast. I am your Scottish host, not really Scottish, but uh, trying to be with these bagpipes in the background, Boston. Uh, Bobby, a.k.a. the Disney Cynic. And I'm Amanda, a.k.a. the Anti-Cynic. And I am sorry for torturing your ears with a musical instrument that's literally made out of, like, a burlap sack and, like, a pig's bladder or something. No, wait, it's not a pl- pig's bladder. It's got to be a sheep's, right? I don't know. That's all we got up there in the Scottish Islands. That and Scotch and Nessie. And golf. And golf. I... We're going to start to fade that, yeah. Well, we're trying to be celebratory of the new year, and welcome into the first podcast of the new year. I am excited to get back to the microphone. I genuinely am. We've had a couple of weeks off here that I really wish we didn't have, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, you know, that's the consequence of moving and then, like, you know, putting in uh, all of our shit into boxes and then going, hey, where's that box with the microphone and all the podcasts? Right. Right? Well, so this is not only our first episode of the new year, but it's our first episode from our new house. Well, listen, all I can say now is new studio, who dis? <laughs> but as it is the newest and greatest year of the of our something, of our calendar, it's the newest year anyway. Uh, it's the most current year, and therefore uh, we should be all surprised that things aren't changed, right? I mean, sure. That, that's how it always goes, isn't it? It's 2022, guys. I mean, 2023. Like, why hasn't this happened? Right. You know, that that seems to be a, a, a an excellent argument for all sorts of different things uh, yeah. these days. So um, we're going to talk about some of that stuff, though. Uh, and by that, I mean, like, we're going to talk about what's coming in 2023, y'all. Uh, supposedly. Supposedly, <laughs> allegedly. <sighs> I mean, we will see how many of these things actually come to fruition this year. Yeah, I, know, I don't know that all of them will or won't or what have you. And I'm not here to, like, judge any of it, obviously. <laughs> My kidding, of course I am. <laughs> I mean... A couple Sorry. of these things are supposed to have already been here. So well, Yeah, I mean, but that's because, you know, listen, I, I'm going to, it's a new year. I don't want to say new me because it's the same old me. Let's be real. But yeah. I am going to try to, not for the podcast purposes, but for and just in general, I am going to try to, like, give Disney in particular a chance. I know okay. the awkward silence. I knew. I mean, like, I knew that was kind of... <laughs> well, all right. So, I kind of think they listened. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. We'll see. We shall I'm, see. 
I mean, they, they at the very least saw that their their chief executive officer was tone deaf. And well, I think that more had to do with oh, he's losing the company money. Yes, absolutely. But why was the company losing money? Well, yeah, but it, I, I mean, I, it took the company losing money for them to actually listen to anybody. That's how capitalism works, y'all. I'm okay with that. I am. And and we spoke with our dollars. That's how we vote. And, you know, in, in a marketplace, a marketplace of ideas. So I'm thrilled that capitalism works in that sense. I genuinely yeah. am. Um to, to put it mildly, obviously, I wanted to see some changes happen with the Disney company. And I think, I, and the only the only reason why I'm even, I don't want to say optimistic. The only reason why I'm neutral and not just straight up pessimistic and cynical about this one particular thing is the letter that Bob Iger wrote to the D23 people that has since appeared on various different websites and everything like that. And... If you're going to target fans, the best fans to target, I think, are the ones that are literally paying to be fans. And that's who the D23 mm-hmm. crowd is. Yeah. Um, nothing against DVC members or annual pass holders, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We pay. We pay and stuff. These people are literally paying to go to conventions to say I'm basically a fan. Yeah. Not every one of us is doing that. Right? Right. I mean, I mean, like, I would say that the D23 folks are, like, also DVC members and also annual pass holders yeah. and also Disney Plus subscribers and also own every uh, movie that was once in the Disney vault on Blu-ray. So, yeah. you know, I I think that, that that was a good strategy to kind of start off the, the Bob Iger apology tour with, you know, kind of tapping into that fan base. And saying things will get better. And obviously he knew that shit was going to spread. It wasn't going to simply go to to just the D23 people. Yeah. Please. Those people were posting that shit 30 seconds after they got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were. So, especially because it made them feel special, you know. And that's what all those people really want, is to, to feel special and to feel heard. And I, I honestly think that they might have actually been heard for a change now do i think that some things are going to change in 2023 for the better i don't know we'll see we'll talk a little bit about that but in the meantime let's start with what's allegedly going to happen amanda yes you have a list of quote-unquote confirmed things that are coming in 2023 do you not yes i do all right i am going to let you start with the first thing on your list. All right. So first up on the list and something that I know a lot of people are excited about is the return of the happily ever after fireworks at Magic Kingdom. Yay. I'm I'm excited about it. I wish it were wishes, but, you know, I'll take happily ever after. <laughs> I thought we lost them when we moved. Nope. They followed us. Bless it. At least we have a garage now that we can stick them in. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So, Magic Kingdom fireworks are certainly more of a vacation thing for me. 
um, than they are just a general parks goer thing. Like, uh, honestly, let's let, let's talk between the two of us. How many mm-hmm. times as an annual pass holder have we stayed stuck around for fireworks? The only time that I can think of is when your parents were in town and we were visiting with them at the Polynesian and just happened to catch the fireworks. Right. Um, <laughs> I can think of two other times, but yes, you're basically correct. Um, no, three. Uh, th- we've seen seen it three times. Okay, twice it was harmonious, and twice it was yeah, um, uh, fire- Magic Kingdom fireworks. So, which right now is Enchantment, Disney's Enchantment. You couldn't have uh, listen. I couldn't have told you that if you had pointed a gun at my head. I'm not joking. Uh, I, was, I, I know. I couldn't... That's why I chimed in with what which one it was. And because it's a more vacationy thing uh, to me than an annual pass holder thing, I don't really have too much of a of an opinion on, on it. Of course, fireworks are cool. Of course, they are. Uh, they also scare the crap out of my dog. So you know, there's that. Um, our dog has been very cuddly of late, and it's because we moved like on New Year's Day basically and or new year's eve and like he slept in our arms because like yeah. he's not about that fireworks life so right i, I don't know i i'm happy for those who this will make happy how's that couldn't really give less <laughs> of a shit person that that's where i'm at with it how about i you? mean i mean that's fair you know i enjoy the fireworks shows um I don't necessarily enjoy the crowds that I have to deal with to watch the fireworks shows, which is why I haven't. Especially at Magic Kingdom. Right. Which is why I haven't pressed for us to actually go and see them in the park because I don't want to deal with the crowds. We've seen them in the park. I know, but this is why I haven't been like, hey, we have to go see. No, because I I just don't like the crowds. Um, Particularly at Magic Kingdom. (laughs) but I am I am excited to see Happily Ever After return. I know a lot of people were upset when um, they changed it for the 50th anniversary. So having it come back seems that that is one thing that makes me think that someone at Disney listened. <laughs> yeah, I guess I also am, am confused as to the reason why people are reacting that way over fireworks shows Um, well it's i think a lot of it because the same thing happened when happily ever after debuted um wishes was the predecessor to happily ever after and wishes had run for such a long time and it was such a good show um and i you know like so when they changed it a lot of people were upset and i mean like i get it you get not necessarily used to one thing, but you know, you have this, this one particular fireworks show that brings back a lot of memories for a lot of people. And, you know, getting that taken away is, is upsetting. That was wishes was the show that was there when I was on the college program. So that was the fireworks show that I saw anytime we went to magic kingdom at night. Um, so yeah, I was a little upset when they changed it to happily ever after. Uh, but you know, again, I think, I also don't think Enchantment was as good of a show as Happily Ever After or Wishes. So, and I think, a, I think several, I think people felt the same. 
So. I'm certain that they did because, believe me, you look on, well, you know, sites like the Diz, uh, you look on message boards and Facebook groups mm-hmm. and all sorts of other stuff. And yeah, clearly uh, the, that seemed to be the popular consensus. I will say, however, firework shows are supposed to be just shows, I guess. And like, I kind of feel like they're all interchangeable to, to a degree. Uh, like, certainly I feel like the Magic Kingdom one should always have uh, When You Wish Upon a Star and have Tinkerbell you know yeah dot, you know dotting the castle so to speak um that's a you know an intrinsic quality of a magic kingdom show uh for fireworks that i don't think should leave but at the end of the day yeah up, update that shit once a year who cares i, I mean like I, I don't understand the the emotional attachment to one particular fireworks show because the you know what the thing that always will get me every year and it's never the same. Is a good Fourth of July sh- uh, fireworks show every time. But and, but that is again because Fourth of July is your favorite holiday. <laughs> well, well, okay, yes, to be fair, but but also also it's not a uh, it's not an everyday event either, and yeah. you know it is different. Every, that's what makes them special is that they're different and new every single time that I would go see a a fireworks show. So because of that, yeah, I I kind of feel like, yeah, make them new and updated. Whatever. It's fine. I'm glad I'm, I'm happy for the people that, that this makes happy. Like I said, I couldn't care less, but what's all, what else is coming? All Um, right. So we got a couple of other things. Um, Obviously the big one is that finally Tron, Life cycle run is gonna finally open. <laughs> to uh, to uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, we've only been waiting four years for this one, and we know it's it's gonna be soon because um, the train is um, the Magic Kingdom train is finally back up and running. Sure. Um, it opened right at the end of December, um, so. We know it's. We still don't have an exact date, but it should be soon. Uh, I'm guessing March is when they do probably. That that's that to me is when they're going to start annual pass holder previews. Is March? Um, you know, that's I, also I, about the time that they're supposed to end the 50th anniversary. So this, I, I kind of feel like the capstone to the 50th anniversary it's is gonna going be to be. Tron opening, so I think March thirty first is the opening is going to be the opening date. That's my guess. That's what I was going to say. I think this is going to be the last big thing for the fiftieth. So we have that to look forward to. I'm I am excited about this. I can't. I do. I I am excited to try it out and write it. Yeah, me too. But uh, also, it's. I'm also a little disappointed. Believe it or not. I, I mean, I completely believe that you're a little disappointed already. No. Okay, I'm not disappointed in the attraction itself. Okay, that's not what I'm disappointed in. Uh, I'm disappointed that we're getting a clone. Okay. Well, okay, think about it for a second. Guardians of the Galaxy, for instance. That right. I was super excited about. Because that's unique to us. Exactly. And uh, not for nothing, Tron's already been made. It's a, not the most po- popular movie franchise either. 
Right. So I don't really, you know, get it. That why you know, but that that's just me. But I mean, I think it is. It's bringing in a roller coaster to a park that hasn't had a new roller coaster in a long time. Um, and this is probably just from everything I've seen. Um, seems like it's a legit thrill ride. <laughs> it's fair, I, I you I, know, and I guess this hasn't. Magic Kingdom hasn't really had like an actual. Th- thrill ride or thrill attraction since alien encounter well that's on magic kingdom that's on 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 karen uh who's complaining that her 12 year old shatter pants uh his pants you know because he was scared get over it kid like grow a pair that's all i'm saying um what well don't okay for those of you who can't like see because none of you can see uh, she just rolled her eyes at me as if, like, ugh, get over it or whatever. Yeah, ugh, get over it. Well, I mean, that would be better than rolling your eyes at me, you know, since it's an audio medium. I mean, I wasn't trying to say anything, but oh, no. whatever. No, that's the point. going to be a jackass oh, no. about it. Oh, no, you were trying to say something non-verbally, which I know all the women out there are like, yeah, you go get them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had to throw that mm-hmm. But nonetheless, like, no, speak your mind if you're gonna if you're gonna give me the look. You might as well. So yes, I bl- I blame the Karens out there whose kids shat their pants because they were scared. That's the reason. And this is this leads to your hatred of Stitch, which I don't understand because yep. Stitch is adorable. No, Stitch took Alien Encounter away. He Stitch. stole. <laughs> he stole my favorite attraction at Magic Kingdom. Is what he did. Why? Because Karen's kid, little, little Tommy, couldn't keep his shit in his pants. That's why. Like, maybe take him to the bathroom beforehand. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Anyway. Anyway is right. Let's let's see here. What what else is coming in? Um. So we also know that we finally, finally are going to start to get see the retheming of Splash Mountain begin. Um, in fact, later this month, um, I believe the 23rd, if I'm not mistaken, 22nd. Of January, 22nd of January is the last day for Splash Mountain in its current state. That's right. I am applauding it. The Georgia native is applauding the taking down of the Br'er Br'er uh, both of us. and Br'er Rabbit the- and all that. Both of us Georgia natives are applauding it. I think this is a very much. Na- First of all, the Splash Mountain just needs to be, you know, repaired. Yes. Um, <laughs> specifically, the boats need to stop sinking. That's, right. <laughs> if nothing else comes out of this fucking we, update, the boats need to not sink anymore. Correct. Like, I want to ride Splash Mountain one last time, but I'm also scared to ride Splash Mountain a one bit. last time. A little bit. Um, look. I don't have a huge emotional uh, attachment to this attraction as an adult. I had more so of one uh, when I was a kid because, oh, cool, it was fun, and yay, I fell down and got wet, and blah, blah, blah. But now as an adult, I'm like, I don't really want to get wet in this humidity. First, that's first and foremost. Second, even though we own the movie because of, you know, some very unique circumstances, I've never seen the full movie. The only emotional tie to it from my childhood is the zippity doo dah sing-along yeah. from 1987. Um, 
Yeah, we have we own the movie, but we have ne- we've never opened it. It's still in the packaging. I mean, for reasons that like <laughs> you know collectors' items reasons, basically. Right. But- um, but yeah, same here. Like the the biggest connection I have with the movie itself is the old uh, Disney Resort TV where they would you know do the zippity doo dah song. Yeah, the sing along. Yeah. Not the sing-along, the one in the resort, um, at the resorts, the resort TV. Oh. Um, so that that's, is old. yeah, <laughs> it's definitely 90s. I mean, it's it's definitely not 1987 <laughs> old, but, you know. It's 90s for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, being Georgia natives, and for those of you that don't know, Joel Chandler Harris, who is the person who wrote the stories down. There we go. That's the best way to describe them. <laughs> He's, you want to be politically correct about it, sure. Yes. He's he from Atlanta. Down. He's from Atlanta. Um, I distinctly remember in like fourth or fifth grade um, taking a field trip to his house in East Point or College Park. I can't remember which one. It's in East Point. Not Oh, so the le- the least safest place in the city of Atlanta. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> um, Not anymore, though. Tyler Perry has cleaned that place up. So Yeah, that's true. Know. Tyler Perry has come in and done wonders for East Point. That is true. Um, but yeah, like I, I remember taking a field trip to his house and like kind of learning a little bit more about the story. So I think I have like a probably a little bit more of a background on the stories themselves. But I've never seen I've never seen Song of the South. I've never, you know. Other than- it should be acknowledged that the movie is, that it's based on is an Oscar-winning film, and it is a uh, the the gentleman who played uh, the main character uh, of the of the movie also won a, a uh, an Oscar n- not in the year that it was made, but like later on, which is weird. Uh, I don't. I don't really quite understand that that one. And it, but it was still for that movie, if I'm not mistaken. So, yes, we'll we'll acknowledge all that. Blah 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 blah. Also, guys, like there's a reason there. There's a reason why they haven't released this shit on on Blu-ray and all that that kind of stuff. There's a there's also why a reason on, why it's very does. very difficult to find in the United States. Right. It's it's not now. Here's the thing. I I did learn this. Other countries. Yeah, like it's a hit. Um, you know, we a few years ago when my friend Claire came to visit from Australia, um, she was shocked that we hadn't seen the movie because it's a very common movie for them to watch as kids in Australia. Awkward, um, but sure, yeah. What? It's a little awkward, but you know, still. But I mean, like it was like one that she's like, yeah, I grew up watching this movie. Um, you know, meanwhile here, it's like, yeah, it's actually kind of banned. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Except for, you know, the amusement park attraction. Which is weird. It's weird that they didn't (laughs) release the damn movie and just decided, (laughs) you know what? Let's, let's make a fucking theme park attraction based on what we're getting over. I think the retheming for Princess and the Frog actually fits in really well with Splash Mountain. Um, you know, I haven't seen Princess and the Frog and I need to. I really need to sit down and watch that movie. Um, but Maybe from what just I just got you to watch Top Gun. So I know I did just watch the first Top Gun tonight, actually, yes. <laughs> before we recorded this podcast, I watched <laughs> Top Gun for the first time. Um, 
<laughs> but, you know, I think, I honestly, I think it's a perfect, you know, for someone who I like bemoan anytime they do an IP now with attractions, I think honestly, this is the perfect IP for this attraction. I, ironically, I don't. Uh, I'm for, perfectly fine with it. But like Frontierland is supposed to be kind of like old West stuff. And technically, that makes Splash Mountain ineligible for Frontier and Deerland. Right. Frontier. Like so, the theming you know. now doesn't fit that. So I say good riddance. Uh, and, uh, you know, I would make it a Grand Canyon themed attraction personally, but that's just me. Um, what else is coming here down the pipeline? All right, and then the final thing for Magic Kingdom, um, they are bringing over a beloved Disneyland um, character from their version of Haunted Mansion. We are getting the Hatbox Ghost added to the Haunted Mansion, supposedly. Um, so this is a Disneyland cult favorite that we are now going to see here at Disney World. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got nothing. This is stupid. Whatever. <laughs> like, who cares? All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm excited. Me- like, I'm excited to see it. Like, I've heard a lot of things, and this is a cult favorite character from their version of Haunted Mansion. So I'm excited about that. But I know not much else. So, All right. um, moving on well, to Epcot. There we go. Yay. <laughs> so let's do that. Um, moving on to Epcot, we are. Getting rid of Harmonious. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> for once, me and the children agree. Um, I don't know if that means we're getting rid of the barges that yes, are currently no, in the middle. We're getting, we're getting rid but of they are replacing Har- Harmonious with a show to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company, because that is this year. Because that says Epcot. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do this at Hollywood Studios, but whatever. It doesn't make any sense, but neither does anything else that they do uh, nope. with this anymore. So nope. whatever. That's fine. Um, we are also getting, supposedly, the Moana Journey of Water attraction opening. <laughs> Boo! Boo hiss! Boo hiss! I'm sorry. I don't get this. I don't get this at all. I I get why one attraction is being uh, made from Moana. I don't understand why all of a sudden, like she's just like the most popular of all the the, the newest wave of Disney princesses. Do you? I like her. Okay, you like her fine. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I don't get why this has to be a fucking thing. Like, it, it, like whatever. It's, Journey Water is stupid, okay? It's the I'm... first 10 minutes of the Living Seas Pavilion, and we're just redoing it, but now we have, like, The Rock, like, helping out? I don't know. I don't get it. I I am excited to see what they do with this. I, I, I don't... couldn't care less. I, I'm, I really... I'm excited for this one. Um, yeah. but... The only Basically... Thing that the only thing that I'm even happy about at this point is construction ending. Yeah. So I can no walk through the construction park. walls. <laughs> that I'm excited about. That is a big part of why I'm excited. Um, Cause I'm tired of these construction walls. Um, I, I am interested to see what this attraction is going to be like. 
um, and what exactly it's going to entail. And I do really enjoy, I really did enjoy the movie Moana. So, um, I'm glad someone did. So that, that's good. And then finally no, at kidding. Epcot. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I know, I know damn well that it's one of the most popular movies that they've released here recently. So good, good on them for, for that. Um, but ultimately it's just, it annoys me that it's at Epcot. That's all. Fair. And then the final thing that is supposedly coming to Epcot this year is a figment meet and greet. So figment has, uh, definitely cemented his cult status, his, his status as a cult favorite, I should say. Okay, here's the thing. We've had one of these before. We had one with actual an actual puppeteer who's dressed up as the Dreamfinder, who would like basically be a ventriloquist out on the streets and have Figment talk to people. In case you haven't noticed, this happened the like in, in the nineties and shit. Like I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not really sure that this is necessary. If we're just like. Dragon, uh, forgive me, I didn't mean to use that word. <laughs> if we're dragging a guy in a dragon costume out, I, I don't know that we're accomplishing anything. I think a lot of it is there has been this, you know, first of all, Figment is a cult favorite. Um, there is this resurgence of things from the 80s and 90s. I can tell you that by looking at what my students wear to school on a daily basis because I'm just then like, hey. make a better attraction for Figment instead of dragging him out in the heat. And a lot of it, you said that there used to be a Figment meet and greet with the Dreamfinder and, and all of that. I did not see, like that was before I started going to Disney. Yeah, that's when they actually uh, paid like people to do their jobs and stuff like that back in the day. So, you know. But I'm just saying, you have experienced that, but there's so many of us that haven't. So, um, having this figment meet and greet. Um, this, I think, at least to start with, is going to be one that maybe frees up some space in other lines. <laughs> Yeah, for like maybe that test track line can get down below an hour. We'll see. I <laughs> sincerely doubt it, but we'll see. Um, and then the rest of the things that are um have been announced so far, it's mostly mostly restaurants. Um, there's a couple of lobby updates coming to um one to the boardwalk and one to the Grand Floridian. Um, but the rest of these our restaurants. So we've got at Hollywood studios, um, a table service restaurant supposedly coming to toy story land. It was supposed to come in 2022 and that didn't happen. Um, it is, this is the roundup rodeo barbecue. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) I mean, again, I I don't, (sighs) is this necessary? Is this thinning out the crowd? Is this like I think just I think Hollywood Studios has one perfect location. And that is the the tap house place. Yeah. You know, it's 
a little bar where you can get a car, uh, a charcuterie board and a pretzel and drinks. And that's, that's what Hollywood studios needs is little locations like that. I don't know that it needs a barbecue restaurant. Well, it's getting one, uh, supposedly. Supposedly. I say supposedly because, again, this was supposed to open in 2022 and it didn't. Well, so. it, that means it'll open up to wide fanfare and then die down <laughs> after 10 minutes. Okay, Probably. So, what else is coming here? Um, I haven't seen anything new for Animal Kingdom, so it looks like Animal Kingdom is being left out. Awkward. Yep, Awkward. a little yeah. bit. Um, I feel like Animal Kingdom is sort of kind of treated as a redheaded stepchild at this point, but well, you know, hey, because no other park like it exists anywhere else, er, er, anywhere really. Like there is no comparable park outside of maybe Bush Gardens, but I don't maybe. even want to like put the two in the same class because they're right. they're very much not like. Disney treats you as if you're actually going to Africa or, right. or going to Asia or right. what have you. Whereas Bush Gardens is like, hey, get in this sky bucket. There's a giraffe down there. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it has been a very long time since I've been to Bush Gardens, and that was I've, the one in Williamsburg. So I've never been. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, I, I just happen to have seen like, you know, some of the, the stuff on YouTube, but. Yeah. Anyway, you know, so um, I, I, whatever. And Animal Kingdom, uh, I'm sure that in the next three years, that's when stuff's coming down for for Animal Kingdom. But they yeah, gotta do something. They'll they just, they'll wait ten years after you know ten more years. Now that we have finally have a sequel to you know Avatar, we're gonna wait ten more years and then add to. I think they're know. trying desperately to come up with a dinosaur movie or something so they can stick it into dino. They, they're going to have, like, I think that's the thing is any, the next thing that we see that happens at animal kingdom, it's going to be over in dino land. Of course. Well, cause they tore it down already. So, you know, it's gotta be. But, all right. Um, so if that's, is that well, the, the full list? Got it. Uh, not, not quite. Um, Disney Springs has a new restaurant coming, um, summer house on the lake sometime this year. Um, the construction has been ongoing for it. Um, this is a place that it's like they serve California influenced food. Oh God. Uh, they spotlight locally sourced produce and ingredients when possible. It's salad, sandwiches, pasta, pizza, things like that. Um, there is hope that brunch will also be served because their locations in Maryland and Chicago serve brunch. So there's that. Um, and then boardwalk is getting two new, food locations one is a coffee shop called carousel coffee and the other finally finally something is taking the place of the espn club over there it's no longer empty um it's called the cake bake shop which is a restaurant that is out of indianapolis so i think the um i think the carnival or carousel whatever coffee shop which it should be called coffee shop. Like there should be like a C W uh, O F F E W <laughs> or something. Like it should be just terribly mispronounced, uh, and it should be pronounced specifically by um, Mike Myers. Uh, you know, as as the woman from Coffee Talk. Uh, you know, that, <laughs> that's that's how it should be pronounced over there. But I believe that that's actually already open as of okay. this recording, uh, January seventh. 
the cake bakery, I, I no, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm. It's actually uh, like, you know, this is actually like a restaurant. Like they serve like actual food. It's not just a bakery. Okay. Well, I'll reserve judgment then until it opens. But like, I'm not getting excited over. Uh, there, there was like this run there from like 2012 to like 2015 where nothing but cakes on Facebook were posted, and like I'm over that now. So like, that's what I'm envisioning when you talk about this place. Um, uh, and well- it, if in fact this means that I can like you know order an anniversary cake for us or something like that okay all right i'll 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 be mindful uh, of that and order it from there um but outside of that i, I really don't see any sort of excitement i mean me. yeah you definitely can like they definitely serve like cakes and pies and cheesecakes and all of that but they also have um like actual food like they've got um, hors d'oeuvres they've got salads sandwiches um looks like a pasta dish that looks right up your alley actually oh um it's a it's got it's a three cheese cavatappi um also has bacon in it and it has basil breadcrumbs basil excellent <laughs> Um, and then they have quiche and soup and, you know, so they've got, it is an actual restaurant. Um, yeah, but let's be real. The cakes are the main attraction for this. The cakes are, yeah, I believe the cakes are going to be the main attraction here. Um, but I mean, let's, let's see what the cakes are like. That's all I'm saying. You know, but anyway, that I'm, are you super excited about cakes? I am super excited about cakes. Of course, duh. It's cake. Cake is amazing. Well, all right. I guess we'll look forward to Plus, reviewing I've that heard Kayla Kayla has um eaten there a couple of times because it's oh. she she lives in Indianapolis and they have two locations in in that area. Um and I've heard great things. So Well, I guess uh then we'll have to heed that recommendation when she comes down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's it's a kind of a, a, a shitty slate for 2023. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, not a lot's happening. <laughs> it, well, not a lot is happening yet. And the reason why I say that is because shit's starting to get a little real. Are you ready yeah. for this? Have you heard the news today? No, uh, not today. Oh, uh, well. This, uh, <laughs> this quote has been thrown out there oh, per God. blog Mickey. The corporate kingdom has come to an end. Oh, that I did see today. Yes. Yes. According to um, a notice posted on the Osceola County uh, website uh, today, notice is hereby given of intent to seek legislation before the Florida legislature during a regular extended or special session of an act relating to the Reedy Creek Improvement District, Orange and Osceola counties, amending reenacting and repealing chapter 67 through 764 that seems like a a lot of chapters laws of of florida and decree in chancery number 66 through 1061 that's a lot of of chanceries um i realize it's decrees who am i kidding uh removing and revising powers of the district 
increasing state oversight, accountability, and transparency of the district, revising the selection process, membership qualifications, and compensation for the governing body of the district, ensuring debts and bond obligations held by the district remain with the the district and are not transferred to other governments by retaining uh, the district's authority related to the indebtedness and taxation, revising the district's authority over local permitting and regulation, revising the district's regulatory framework and structure, instituting reporting requirements, including a review of the district's remaining powers, describing the district's boundaries and name, revising the exemptions to general law and certain special acts, removing duplicative provisions, making conforming changes, creating an exception to general law, and providing an effective date. So basically... What all of that says, according to um, the state of Florida, is still coming for Disney, y'all. According to communications director for Governor Ron DeSantis, um, they are saying that Disney will no longer control its own government. They will live under the same laws as everyone else. They will be responsible for their outstanding debts and will pay their fair share of taxes. Let's be real. The burden of those debts that Disney owes, if this goes through, is going to come on to those of us who pay taxes in Orange and Osceola counties. Well, um, that's that's what this whole thing was, was supposed to be about, making sure that Disney didn't squeal out of paying the, the debt and the taxes. Um, and I, I appreciate that that's if, – if they were going to do this, I'm glad that they're enacting legislation to ensure – that it doesn't the, the the burden doesn't fall upon us the taxpayer the local taxpayer my my concern is maybe not necessarily the debt but if they're no longer taking care of the roads on their property and it becomes a job for Osceola and Orange County same thing with um fire and you know EMTs and police and all of that security whatever um that definitely becomes a taxpayer burden for those of us who live here. So there's, a, I'm, I'm a little torn on, on this issue, believe it or not. Um, I hate the idea of government overreach uh, that as a general rule. Um, I, I think that's, and I also think that this situation has been handled terribly. Also, also, the amount of, I don't want to say violent disruption, but the amount of uh, kerfuffles, if you will, uh, that have occurred at the parks here over the past year has increased exponentially. Mm -hmm. And I know it's pent up aggression. I know it's frustration between, you know, the, the Disney goer and, and you know, how fucking expensive it is. It's also, you know, people forgot how to be in society. Right. That too. You know, the whole pandemic thing. Yeah, totally. Um, So, like, but Disney wasn't policing any of that stuff, really. And every time that they called someone to police it, it was the Orange County Sheriff's Department. It's not like Disney security guards were breaking any of that stuff up. In fact, they were avoiding breaking any of that stuff up, um, specifically because they didn't want to get sued. You know, so I perhaps this isn't the the worst thing from that respect. However, I also am kind of disgusted 
how this is all playing out and for the reason that it's all playing out. Um, I don't think that the ends justify the means with all of this. I like that there was this experiment uh, here in the state where, you know, a company could own a giant plot of land and just self-govern itself. And it's not as though they were, you know, violating like federal laws or any of that kind of stuff. They weren't polluting or anything like that. In fact, Disney was widely known to leave things in better shape than they find it. Uh, you know, river that was, was once polluted uh, or, the Reedy Creek itself, I believe, is polluted above Disney, and then once it gets past Disney, it's no longer polluted. So, you know, it's not like they've been a poor uh, stalwart of the land or any, anything like that. Um, that's why I'm torn on this issue. I, gen- I genuinely am. I I kind of feel like, yeah, there, there could be a little bit better um, security over, over at Disney. Because there are times that I feel uncomfortable, if I'm being honest. Things start to boil over for certain guests and everything like that. And frankly, I don't want to be caught in the middle of it. Um, But I don't know that that's, I don't think that justifies this government takeover, basically. And so I'm a little bit disappointed that this is continuing to go on. I hope that it it gets worked out in a different uh, manner, personally. But that's just me. Yeah, um, I know that the legislature here in Florida does not seem as excited to, to you know, make these changes as the governor does. Um, and ultimately, it, you know, they also have to have a say in it. Um, but so we'll see how it plays out. Um I, I'm just, I'm just nervous as to if this does happen, how the, how, what that does for life here in Florida as Floridians. Cause I mean, we, we take pride in the fact that, you know, we do have lower taxes. We don't have to pay a state income tax, you know, things like that. And yeah, we, we pay for it in other ways. Trust me, but we do. But thank you also to all you other people who come here because you also pay it in other ways. So yeah. uh, there is that. But We appreciate you using our toll roads. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Please continue to use 417 and Turnpike. I mean, uh, I also use our toll roads. So. Yeah. That, that's also a thing. But anyway, so um, a couple other things here that kind of caught my uh, attention. I I guess Um, I know this means something to us. Um, There are going to be um, some ticket deals for Florida residents and there are going to be um, some room discounts and that kind of thing. So um, see here, Florida residents can now pick, uh, pick up a magic uh, your way week, weekday ticket package for 175 bucks for two days, 195 bucks for three, and 215 for four days. What? Yeah, that's cheap. It's dirt cheap. Now, <laughs> here's the problem: 
You cannot go during Florida spring break, nor can you go during anybody else's spring break. Right. Nor can you go right after Easter. You have all the blackout dates. Here, buy these dirt cheap tickets. For Monday you through Friday, use except that, for except the times that you would every want to time go. that you want to or are able to go, yeah, correct, yes. <laughs> However, if you live in some place like oh I don't know Pensacola and want to uh, go on vacation for four days, now's the time, guys. Now's, now's the, the time. time. Um, there's like I said, there's also a uh, a discount for annual pass holders and Florida residents coming up. For rooms, uh, that mm. is um, between 20 and 25%, depending on if you are a pass holder or not, or a Florida resident or not. And also, if you are booking at a, you know, deluxe or moderate, yeah. Know, yeah, and so on and so forth. I, I was poking around at it, and, and I found, um, uh, let's see here, Grand Destino Tower for, like, I guess, total with, with taxes involved and everything like that. 350 bucks a night which that's not that's terrible for grand for, Destino, yeah for grand you know. Destino, that's not bad we may have to look into this yeah and uh, starting <laughs> may 1st uh there's also an opportunity to save up to 30 percent um at uh basically all the deluxes um as well as uh nope just the deluxes that's Oh, excuse me, also including Coronado Springs. So, okay. um, summertime discounts. Here's the, the thing that I'm kind of reading the tea leaves on. They're, they're not getting hotels filled. They're not? No. That, that's, that's the only thing that, that can really explain this. Um, I mean, they do deals, you know, quite often for sure. But but the, the dates of these are May first yeah. through Ju- July tenth, peak season. Yeah, a, what used to be peak season anyway. What used to be, yeah. Good lord. Um, I mean, I have noticed a lot more in you know the Facebook groups, people talking about staying off property, um, rather mm-hmm. than on property. Well, there's two two sides of the coin to this that that I've heard brought up. One is that the resorts, every time that a new resort comes out, essentially, it, it becomes kind of homogenized um, in the sense that it's kind of basic looking. It has the same basic structure as everything else. And you see this with the DVC resorts in particular. Um, all of them are going through the same redesign, and they're all the same basic thing. Yeah, there's no uniqueness really. Like the the Polynesian is the same as it is over at the Grand Floridian Refurb, as the same as as it is over at Wilderness Lodge. They're they're all getting these Murphy bed hideaway mm-hmm. things, and they're all getting, you know, the the queen size Disney double, as I'm calling it as well you know so i i'm you know in that sense um i i I can understand it also you know i to me the irony is they're also injecting too much intellectual property into the rooms while they're at it like there it sounds like i'm arguing two different sides of the coin here and i'm but i'm not what i'm getting at here is you know Animal Kingdom Lodge, okay, I think is the perfect example of theming. 
Um, it doesn't have any characters. It doesn't have the the you know Simba and uh, Nala and Zazu. Shh, and, don't give them ideas. I'm not trying to. In fact, I'm <laughs> praising them for not doing this. Okay, and that's great. But you can still feel like you're at a fucking uh, African themed lodge. It's wonderful. To, I mean, to it also that. helps that there's you know actual animals like walking Obvious. around. Obviously. <laughs> Like okay. there are zebras and giraffes. <laughs> but, like, you go to the Polynesian, okay, and I haven't seen these specific rooms in particular, but there's Moana-themed rooms. I don't need Moana. I Like, I've, I've already complained about... No, I will know, say, the, they started... This started... That's my feelings on Moana. Sorry. I will say that the theming... Of rooms with characters started God, years ago. Um, For a select number of rooms, and actually at a higher price, and you had to want to go there. You had to request yeah. to be in those rooms. Now they're doing it so that every fucking room that you go into has a, has a Disney character in it. And that's not what I'm looking for out of no. a resort. No. It's not. I don't think that they understand the difference between theming and intellectual property. Theming is is taking a subject and putting you in the mi- it's putting you in the middle of that that subject whether that is a beachside uh, or a cottage or you know the boardwalk of the 1920s which by the way I don't understand why the mafia isn't running the boardwalk in I don't understand <laughs> um you know I, I there's there's plenty of uh, you know animal kingdom lodge is another example grand floridian is a wonderful example uh, for the most part but I don't need Mary Poppins everywhere. There's n- like she has no connection. Neither does uh, Belle and Beauty and the Beast and all that shit. They don't have an. Ep- it's the Grand Floridian. <laughs> Mary Poppins was British, y'all. Yeah, Belle was time. French. It's the time period. For I don't care about the time. L- listen, the time periods mean nothing. Okay, there was also Chinese people across the world at the I'm same just saying, time. I get, I understand the Mary Poppins connection. I I don't. I I frankly don't because like the, that's this that's tantamount to saying Milan happened at the same time as you know uh, what's it called the the Crusades. So let's let's also make sure that Milan fights the Crusades. That's what it's tantamount to, as far as I'm concerned. So if you're going to be the Grand Floridian, be the Grand Floridian, be opulent, be ridiculously over the top, whatever, that's fine. There's no characters from Florida in Disney IP. There's no bath salts being used. There's no alligators being wrestled. It's okay. You can laugh at the bath salts. It's just erotic that uh, you bring that they that sell up. bath salts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know that's what makes it great, as far as I'm concerned. There's a whole store of bath salts. Yes, that's right. It's what makes the Grand Floridian like perfect. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, you know, but there's there's no reason to inject those those properties into that resort. There's no, just I not. Agree. That you know, thank God they haven't touched Wilderness Lodge in that same respect. 
the Incredibles being in, in the middle of the contemporary is something I'll never understand. Just because the architecture looked the same in the background? Fuck that shit. That's stupid. I, whatever. I like th- that's that's just it's dumb. Ariel, I can kind of see as a mascot for Beach Club, if only because there's a beach. And, and you really yeah. only see her over at, at the, the villas, yeah, the statue the of her outside the villas. That's it's it. One thing. It's one thing, and I'm fine with one thing. And it's uh, one it, thing that it's in passing. But sometimes when you give Disney an inch on this stuff, they take a mile, and I don't yeah. want them taking any more miles. Now, I, I will say this. I think with the value resorts. That's different. That's they did a, those. Yeah, that's what they're there for. You, They did a great job with inserting. I mean, Art of Animation, that's nothing but IP. That's how it was designed. That's Hell, how it's supposed to be. As far as I'm concerned, the All-Stars are perfectly appropriate for what yeah. they are. I don't like them. And that's because I'm uncomfortable by giant statues of Goofy, um, you know. And I'm also uncomfortable by the beds because, quite frankly, they they just they're the they're the used beds from all the other resorts that finally get passed down. You know, it's like I don't know if you went through this or not. I, so I know that my bed has been passed down, you know, uh, when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm not judging the the passing down of mattresses. Uh, and everything like that, because mattresses can be expensive, y'all. But like, you're Disney. Like, you you don't have to buy the memory foam mattress, but buy new mattresses whenever you're going to buy uh, your whenever you're going to renovate one of right. these places. You know, so like, yeah, let the let the characters do their thing at the value resorts because, frankly, they're more likely to be populated with younger kids, mm-hmm. and that's what they're most popular with when you're an adult, when you're paying 700 plus dollars a night in many cases for a room, I I want it to be worth $700. Right. And no, a Disney character does not make it worth $700 for me. It makes it less valuable as far as I'm concerned. Right. So, you know, I'm anti intellectual property being, being injected. I am, also anti-homogenization uh, as well. Mm-hmm. I want the resorts to be unique. I want them to feel different. So, you know, I understand why people are staying off property. I also don't think that people are going anymore. I think that we're about to see kind of a crash in 2023 in terms of demand for Disney. If I'm reading the tea leaves right. And you know what? Awesome. Awesome. As an annual pass holder, yes, I can't wait. You know why? Because there's low lines and there's no nothing new really coming out outside of Tron this year. So sometime after April, guys, guess what? I'm going to be standing in 15-minute lines, and I'm going to be so fucking happy. So you guys take a break from, from the reservations and everything like that I'm, uh, so we can eat it up. I'm excited. How about you? I am I'm very excited. Um, in fact, I'm pulling up the... Uh... The like um, availability now, and the only day in January where there's not full availability for it's the tomorrow. parks is tomorrow yeah, because of exactly. marathon. Exactly. So, yeah, yay, bye. 
Bye. Yeah, every yep. everybody like. Also, here's the other side of the coin with taking a break from Disney. Sometimes everybody needs it every now and then. You know, we have not been to the parks since November. We've been to the property since since then, but we've not been to a park in a couple of months here. And you know what? It makes me kind of miss it a little bit to a degree. Yeah. It makes me want to to, not, to go back. Not going to lie. I have a uh, half day coming up from work because I have a training. So I just took the rest of the day off. My training's in the morning. <laughs> so I took the rest of the day off. I've already made park reservations for Animal Of course you have. Of course you have. <laughs> but like, that's the kind of absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I think that like with a vacation type uh, visitor, especially, I kind of feel like it's best that you guys take a break so that you guys, A, can save up because it's called all costing more these days, right? And B, it's also like giving you a chance to like reflect and maybe, you know, increase your desire to go back. Yeah. Or what have you. Um, hopefully it's just not all at once. That's my, my greatest concern is that it all floods back in 2024 and 2025. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, well, uh, Amanda. Yes. When you happen to go for your half day. Would you be posting things on social media? And if you are, where can they find us? You can find us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at Cynical Disney and on Instagram and TikTok and Pinterest at Cynics on Disney. And of course, this uh, here podcast is brought to you by NotClub33.com. Make sure that you are going and checking out NotClub33.com for all the latest and greatest updates including, but not limited to, the Notcast, which is released every single Friday, 4 p.m. Magic Kingdom time. Now that we've gotten past the holidays, I know that we have just filmed uh, uh, several new shows. A lot of good stuff coming up here, guys. Can't wait for you guys to really get into the YouTube comments and just make fun of me for being asleep. Because, uh, like, legit, I was ex- exhausted when we recorded all of these. So if I'm a little bit punchy, it's going to be fun. But in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. We genuinely appreciate it. One thing that we would appreciate it really a hell of a lot more if you would do is go and give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us, but specifically on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Podbean, whatever. Just leave us a five-star review. It helps giving every, uh, it helps spread the word. And we want to grow the audience even more than we did this year. Thank you so much again for listening, guys. We do genuinely appreciate it. And until next time, have yourselves a magical, magical first one of 2023 fucking day.